Welcome to This is Democracy on the Road. Discussions and interactions across the world. This summer, we're going to take our discussions uh, far away from Austin, Texas, as we meet with and talk to uh, exciting people uh, around the world. So we have with us today uh, Professor Alessia Morici from the University of Parma. She is an archaeologist um, and an expert on uh, the ancient history of the Italian peninsula. And uh, she has just walked with uh, our family through the Forum and the Colosseum and the Palatine Hill. Uh, Welcome, Alessia. Welcome. Nice to have you here. Nice, nice to have you here. Zachary Suri is with us here as well. Hello. Um, and today, oh, Natalie Suri is here too. She is saying hello. Uh, so uh, Allison Alter is here as well. Uh, so uh, today we were walking through the forum in particular, and we were discussing, uh, Alessia, the relationship between the Senate and the Emperor. First, tell us, in ancient Rome, what was the role of the Senate? Yes. The Senate was uh, the most ancient institution uh, of the ancient Rome. Um, Romolo and uh, Remo founded the the Senate. uh, uh, The tradition says that uh, uh, they decide for a large uh, uh, assembly. Uh, with uh, Patris. Uh, Patris in Latin uh, is an uh, ancient people uh, uh, who get the power uh, with a uh, uh, number of uh, about uh, 100 senators uh, in the first time, uh, but the senators become uh, until 900 uh, during uh, the, the Roman time. So they began as 100 total, then they had as many as 900. Yes. And the senators, what was the role of the senators? What was the senator's job? They, they had uh, many roles. Uh, because uh, usually uh, the first role uh, was to uh, make the law. Okay. Uh, the second one was uh, the uh, administration of justice. The third one was the religious role. Okay. And the fourth one was the military role. Interesting. Role. Yes, because uh, uh, the, um, the equilibrium uh, from uh, this role uh, was the, the uh, a guarantee for peace and for... Uh, uh, have a good life for uh, for citizens. And, and were the senators elected, or how were they chosen? No, uh, they were chosen uh, from uh, um, uh, an uh, administration of people, uh, sometimes from the emperors uh, in the second uh, life of the um, of the ancient history of Rome, and uh, sometimes uh, uh, ancient families decide uh, to send. Uh, uh, their most important uh, representation in the Senate. I see. So I we see. have different kind of uh, of um, uh, nominate. Mm, right, right. Okay. So they were generally not elected by the people as a whole. They were selected oh, from yes. certain groups. Yes, uh, they were selected because uh, they uh, they had uh, a particular role uh, in uh, the society. Yes, yes. Okay. So they were supposed to be elite men of wisdom. Yes. And they were always men. 
Oh yes, only they are all only men because uh, uh, they um, uh, they have a military role. Okay. Okay. Uh, usually, women uh, had some political uh, role in ancient Rome, but uh, behind the the scene in the backstage. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> Zachary, you had a question. Um, yeah. How did the role of the Senate change um, at, when the uh, when the Romans transitioned from a republic to an empire, how did that change? Oh yes, it depends from uh, the emperor uh, because uh, some uh, the the relationship between uh, senate and uh, emperors uh, was a relationship of respect uh, in the first time. For example, uh, um, Augustus uh, decided uh, to say "ave" to say "I um, uh, yes uh, you" to each senate. So he would say, "Hail, using, senator." Yes, using uh, the name of uh, the senator, and um, the relationship was. Um, a peace uh, relationship with uh, uh, many respect for the ancient gentes, uh, the ancient families uh, of the senators. Uh, it was a strategic way to to um, uh, have power because the, um, Augustus uh, had power, but the senators uh, uh, have to. I see. So, uh, so sharing a, power. Yeah, sharing power, and the, and the, there were um, they had a negotiation about power. Uh, when uh, um, uh, senators have a good uh, um, relationship with emperors, uh, usually the power of the emperors is long life. When the emperor is an absolute king, uh, against the power of uh, uh, senators, uh, usually have some some problem in Rome, because uh, uh, the the Roman administration of uh, state, uh, the Roman government, uh, is um, prefers an equilibrium between powers, uh, justice, uh, uh, making law, and government. Right, so this is where the founding fathers in the United States get their ideas also Wait, of so balancing. That's how it is balance. now, or that's how, that's how it is now, or that's how it was? Uh, or is, for, it, is uh, it that way today? Yes, usually... Um, Go ahead. There is a relationship, for example, uh, between uh, the uh, the three power, the uh, uh, three level of power in the Roman uh, world uh, and our Italian constitution, because uh, uh, we think that uh, you have to divide different kind of power, yes, yes, and you can't put it all together because uh, it's not good for citizens. Right. So the idea was that uh, this is an idea that Americans adopt as well, an idea from ancient Rome, that no one person nope. should have too much power. Nope. That power has to be shared yes. by different bodies, by, in the case of Rome, the Senate as well as the Emperor. Yes. Correct? Yes, yes. So the, the next question I wanted to ask after talking about the Senate is how do we understand the Emperor? Because in our histories of Rome, mm -hmm. we tend to focus on the Emperors more than anything else. We call oh, it yes. the period of Augustus, for yes. example, right? Yes. What role did the Emperor have and what were the Emperor's powers that were different from the Senate's powers? Oh, uh, quite different, uh, because uh, usually uh, during uh, the Emperor's time, uh, the dynasty had the power. Uh, the Senate uh, had uh, less power. Um, they were a representative uh, assembly. 
Yes, but um, uh, during the, the imperial uh, times, uh, we had uh, um, a period in which the emperors um, lose uh, lost power. Lost power, yes. And the Senate became uh, important. Uh, yes. 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 There is an um, oscillation. Or, right. Yeah, an yeah, oscillation. An oscillation yes. between the power. Right. And this is the reason because uh, the Senate uh, has uh, a long life, more uh, longer than the uh, emperor's life. For example, the Senate and uh, after the end of the antiquity. After yes. Justinian age, right, right. So yes. the Senate goes back earlier and lasts longer. Yes, yes, is uh, the long life institution in the Roman world. Interesting, yes. interesting. And then emperors are not. And in many ways, right, the Senate was the one who got to write the history books after the emperors died. So they determined how many of the former emperors, like Nero and Caligula, were viewed by future generations. Yes, but Caligula ends, um, had a, a short uh, power. Yeah. Yes, uh, very short, because usually um, the relationship between people and Senate in the Roman age is so strong that uh, it survives against the emperors. So even with the strongest emperors? Oh, yes. Even with Augustus and with uh, Constantine and others, the Senate was still very strong? Oh, yes. Uh, Constantine and Augustus were... Um, strategic uh, in their relationship with uh, the Senate. Caligula was not strategic yeah. and, and Nero was not strategic. Right. And they did so not they last ended. long. No. They did not last long. <laughs> Very interesting. So what we're learning is that uh, one of the essentials of Roman government was that the Senate had a long-lasting role, yeah. even if you had more powerful emperors, even if you were at war, the Senate yes. played, played a crucial and, role. And change played a crucial role, but democracy was always evolving and changing. It never, yes. it never stayed the same. Each no. emperor, the relationship would be different. Yes, yes, because uh, every institution uh, changes uh, its activity during the Roman world. You have the same name, but you are not the same rules. Right. Okay, so you have to check uh, every 10 years uh, what is the, the oscillation between the roles. Uh, because you can have the same name, uh, because uh, you have to show that uh, there is an idea of immortality of the institution, but the roles can change. So, so what, what do we learn about today, about government today from Rome? Uh, what are the... What are the lessons? Uh, what are the lessons that we learn? I think that uh, we, we can't uh, have uh, uh, one only at uh, one person at the power. Um, the Roman history is a, a history of um, a relationship uh, with the institution, uh, and uh, the powers are uh, divided. Yes. Yes. So uh, you can have a, a social lift between uh, uh, different classes of people, but you have to divide the power. I see. Yes. I see. And I'm going to just state the question again, so it's it's clear. The question I asked that Alessio just answered was. Uh, um, what are the lessons from Roman government for our governance and democracy today? Uh, I think the, the, the same one. Uh, uh, democracy uh, is a um, condivision of uh, um, combination. a combination of um, um, what you you can do. You you uh, 
uh, what knowledge. You, what, the knowledge you have. The knowledge you have, uh, in spite of uh, your um, social class. Yes. Yes, uh, and in the respect uh, of uh, the whole community, you have to to make a gift to your community with your knowledge. Uh, but you can uh, uh, get the power uh, only with uh, our uh, family or only with uh, our military power. Right. So it's a, it's about sharing power and negotiation of power. Yes. And about what we would call checks and balances. Yes. Making balances. sure no one gets too powerful. Yeah. Um, Natalie, you had the final question, sweetie? No, I yeah. forgot. Oh, I, it was answered already. Oh, it was answered. Okay, so I will ask the last question then. Uh, and this is for both uh, Alessia and Zachary, and for Natalie as well, for all three of you. Um, <laughs> do you think this history is relevant and inspiring for people today? Oh, yes. Can people, can people use this history today? Yes. Alessia. I, I think that history is, is the most important uh, subject of study today because uh, of the, the memory is uh, a question of uh, identity, of collective identity and of social identity. And uh, um, in Italy, actually, we are uh, moving in uh, this direction because the, um, the study of history is uh, taken out of schools yes yes, yes and uh, um, in the new uh, programs uh, the history have a short part uh, yes yes so and people are more ignorant yes and it, this is a big 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 problem because uh, people don't remember uh, uh, the the reason yes of things yes yes Zachary do you find this history um, useful and inspiring for uh, people of your generation, for young yes, people? Yes, I think um, history and, in, in, of Rome. and the history of Rome in particular helps us understand our societies today better and how we can do good in our societies and the importance of activism. And I think that's part of why we need to study these so much more. And I think I, I would agree uh, with Professor Marigi that it is very disheartening when we don't see these subjects and even this time period in particular taught in schools as they used to be and as they should be. Gotcha. So, Natalie, what, what do you think? Do you agree with um, Professor Morici and Zachary that uh, the history of Rome is relevant and instructive for, for young, <laughs> young people like yourself today? Yes. Um, I, th like, this trip has given me a new perspective on, so far, on how different governments work, and I think that in order to understand how our own government and how our own system works, it is important to understand how the systems of other countries work. So um, instead of having just a class on like, or a whole, like we spent a whole year just on Texas history, but that's not very, I mean, that's helpful, but we don't need a whole year for it. So I think instead it would be more useful to spend the time learning about other governments and how other systems work so that we can understand like the positive and negatives of our system because there still are a lot of negatives of our system. That's great. That's really, really inspiring. Uh, well, thank you, uh, <laughs> Professor Alessio Morici, for being with us today. Thank you, Zachary. And thank you, Natalie. Uh, I, th I think we've learned from this episode uh, today uh, that visiting places like Rome and walking the sites of uh, ancient uh, republics, particularly the Roman Republic, teaches us a lot about uh, the wisdom of effective governance and the ever-evolving uh, tasks of making our governments match the world we live in, but also balancing power from excessive concentration and uh, we can all learn to improve and uh, build a new democracy 
from the history of this old democracy here. Thank you for joining us for this episode of This Is Democracy. This is the Surrey Alter family signing off from Rome. <laughs> This podcast is produced by the Liberal Arts Development Studio and the College of Liberal Arts at the University of Texas at Austin. The music in this episode was written and recorded by Harrison Lemke, and you can find his music at harrisonlemke.com. Subscribe and stay tuned for a new episode every Thursday featuring new perspectives on democracy.